When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Don't Retire, Graduate, the podcast that teaches you how to advance into retirement rather than retreating. I'm your host and valedictorian, Eric Brotman, and today we have a very special guest who is going to wow us and have us experiencing incredible wanderlust, looking for places in this world to visit and go and to help us with our bucket lists. So with that, allow me to introduce Esti Goubet. Esti, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you. Well, thank you for having me. I love nothing more than talking about traveling the world in retirement. Well, and and maybe even not in retirement. Um, you oh know, yeah. Retirement be- Don't wait. I mean, I, 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 I'm looking. I'm looking at your uh, at your travel bucket list book um, mm-hmm. called "The Ultimate Guide and Workbook to Plan a Lifetime of Journeys." Yes. And um, it, the the cover is Bora Bora. Mm-hmm. And I'm very disappointed to say that is not where our interview is happening this morning. <laughs> we'll just pretend we're in an overwater bungalow looking oh, out gosh. at the mountain. <laughs> Sounds great. So, so tell us about you and, and how you got into not only the travel industry, but also how you got to, to be writing a, a book that I, I am absolutely excited to own. Yeah, I'm a little bit different than most people in the travel industry. First of all, um, I'm I'm a travel advisor. Many of you might call me a travel agent. We recently changed that title because we were giving away so much advice these days to book things. It used to be before the internet, you can just walk into a travel agency, they'd hand you a brochure, you'd say, yeah, that looks good, book it for me, right? And we just book something on the computer. But now, Actually, I think the internet made it harder for everybody to book travel because there's so much opportunity, so much information to to take in to decide what you're going to do on your trips, right? Uh, I love information. I love new, learning new things. And uh, I started traveling early on when I was a student at NYU. I wanted to go uh, on a spring break trip, but I didn't have any money for spring break trip. So I, but I wrote it down as one of my goals because I'm a big goal setter, and. Lo and behold, a few days later, I saw a flyer in the library that said, uh, if you host a group to spring break in Cancun, you can go for free. And that's what I did. And that was the beginning of my travel career. But, you know, it's it was fun. I did. I brought a whole group. I went for free. I brought my roommate for free. Um, and I've been to Cancun more times than I can count since then. Okay, um, I, I have yeah. to. I have to ask you this, and 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 I, I'm I'm always careful to ask anyone, but particularly a woman, how old she is. But I'm wondering if we're contemporaries. What year was spring break? Am I allowed to ask that on the air? Um, I don't know what year it was. Let me think. It was probably like 1990. I want to say, right. yeah. I was in. So if Cancun, that gives you idea, I'm I'm right there. Yeah, you were there too, I, wasn't it? I was in Cancun <laughs> in 1992 on spring break. I think we may have seen the same flyer, <laughs> uh, although I, I I went with 25 fraternity brothers, and what I remember of that trip was spectacular. 
<laughs> so and what you remember, so, yeah. See, now uh, yeah. If you just had the foresight to plan that ahead. You could have been the host, and you could have gone for free too. Uh, I, I, I so, could have. You're absolutely yeah. right. Well, we could well, still book so, something like that. Grab some friends. We'll go somewhere. Oh my I'll write gosh! You down as the and host. so yes, uh, <laughs> Cancun was the place to be in the early '90s uh, for Spring yes. Breakers, and I'm I'm glad to say if if we were there the same year. Uh, I think we had a ball, so good time. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but when you, when I heard that, I was like, oh gosh, we've definitely been to some of the same places for sure. Absolutely. So go ahead. After that, I didn't become a travel advisor right away. I, I did some other things. I was an actress and um, I did lots of HR, human resources, and then I started doing all these uh, corporate retreats. And then I became a retreat facilitator. So I was doing uh, lots of workshops on self-development and personal growth, finding balance in your life, finding fulfillment. And uh, through that, I started doing travel again because I thought, well, I could do the, take these trips on the road, right? I don't need to do these here. San Diego is a beautiful place, but we could do these retreats anywhere. So that's uh, how I got back into travel. And that's also a, a great way to kind of segue into my book because uh, if you talk to people who are in that industry, the self-development industry, Everybody writes a book, right? That's the way you do things. You you write a book to show your expertise, to give to your clients. And um, I just knew, even though I was a travel agent, that there was a way to do that in this industry, too. And I had something to say from that point of view. By the time this show goes live, the book will be out. It's in pre-order as yeah. we're recording, but it'll be out. Tell us yeah. about it and where to get it and why we should get it, because I already know. Just from seeing the cover, I already know I want it. But tell us, tell us about how it works and what's in it. Okay, so uh, the reason that this book is special and why you need it, and especially why it works for your, your people, your listeners, is that it's not just a book about how to plan your next vacation, right? You don't need a book for that. You can get a travel agent to do that. You can book it on online. What, what it is is a book about digging deep into what you want out of your whole future in travel, essentially that travel bucket list. So I walk you through that process. It's a step-by-step guide with, with questions and discussions and beautiful pictures to inspire you. And, you know, there's lists of things to do, but it's all about what you want to get out of your travel. And then let's, let's put together a plan. So very much the same way that you would go to a financial advisor and put together your portfolio with your money. You want to do the same thing with your leisure time because it's, it's just as precious. Am I right? It, it may be more so. It's right. definitely so finite. Money, money doesn't right. always feel finite, but but free time does for sure. Yeah, right. So, so I say take the same effort you put into your retirement financial plan and put that into travel, which is one of the one of one of the greatest benefits of being in retirement the 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 ability if you plan right to travel. But you don't need to just book Cancun because you've heard Cancun is good, right? Or go to Bora Bora because you see a pretty picture. You want to go deeper and then you want to pick a few places, maybe like three to six. In my book, I actually say 10. And forget about the destinations. What I want you to think about is, like I said, what you want to do there, what you want to accomplish, what kind of memories do you want to create there? So we talk about those things. We talk about your hobbies that you have right now, who you might want to bring along with you on your trips. Uh, are there special occasions that you might want to celebrate, uh, like a special birthday or an anniversary where you might want to bring a group of your family or friends with you? These kind of moments make for better memories, right? And the experiences that you're having on vacation are what's really important 
to those memories too. We can all go find a place to sit on a beach and have a cocktail. That's easy. You don't need me for that. But to have a re- truly memorable experience, something that's really exciting and adds to your life and is you know just just brings up new new interests that you have and new things that you know new hobbies that you might want to get better at. You know, these are things you got to plan ahead for. So, uh you know, that's basically the book. We talk about that. And then after we know all that, all the, you know, what your your goals and dreams are for your travel life, then we start picking locations that match that. And only then. And it's not necessarily the, the, the obvious choice. It's not because it's not the place you saw on Instagram last that had the pretty picture. It's what's the best place to do that particular activity. So, for instance, we're talking about Cancun earlier. Well, uh, if you like to scuba, right, you may say, well, Cancun um, is a famous place. There's, there's a Great Barrier, you know, it's not the Great Barrier Reef, but it's second to the Great Barrier Reef as far as the ecological marine reserve in that area. Uh, I know Cancun, right? But you, then you think, well, I don't really want to stay in Cancun. Where else can I go that might be even better and you know less touristy right so what about tulum you know tulum is maybe two hours south of cancun it's still on that ecological reserve and it's where the actual rainforest meets the the sea and it's a totally different very authentic uh, very like eco friendly area um, so there's places you can go where you find more meaning in those trips you don't have to be at that same spring place Spring break place you stayed at thirty years ago. <laughs> I, I assure you, I would not stay there now. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't but even now, know where it was, know, like but I, I would said, not stay there. Right. Yeah. I mean that like I said, you think about what does it the best. Like, okay, so that's there's great scuba diving down further. You can go to Belize. You know, a lot of people don't know anything about Belize, but it has some of the best scuba diving in the world. Or Fiji, you know. Um I have a story in the book where my family and I, my daughter uh, at the time was 12 and she was really into sharks and saving sharks from extinction she was putting posters around the neighborhood and stuff like that and um i said okay what do i do with this skill you know this this interest she has right now because you know kids their interests come and go right so we planned we got scuba certified in our pool and six months later we were in fiji swimming with sharks wow. and it was awesome you, you took so, your 12-year-old daughter swimming with sharks? She took me. She took me, I swear. But let me but I I'll, I'll, I won't explain to you, but it was it was relatively safe. That's all I'm going to say. They had fair, a, they had a enough. really nice setup, okay? <laughs> the, okay? The sharks knew the deal. The place we went oh. to was called the oh, Bistro. Yeah, it was like a cafe. <laughs> they came there for their tuna treats. They lined up kind of in a circle and swam in a circle in front of us. Oh, these were domesticated we, sharks. Yes. <laughs> they were. No, I'm sorry. No, no. I have a daughter. I have a daughter who will be 11 shortly. And uh, I, I promise just just so you know, because you already have a new client. And that's me. Um, for my 50th, which is a year or so from now, uh, I promised I would take everyone to Hawaii. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason for that is that's where that's where we honeymooned years and years ago. Mm-hmm. And my daughter wants to sort of see where where it all began. Um, yeah. uh, not in any literal way. It'll be a different trip, clearly, than a honeymoon would. But <laughs> but, uh, you know, I certainly want to want to do that. And we did use a travel agent and it did make mm-hmm. a difference because we had no idea how to plan that despite the Internet. Yes, you can look things up. Sure. But, um, b- but nonetheless, um, we will not be swimming with sharks. 
Well, you know, you don't have to swim with sharks, but let me tell mm-hmm. you now, do, do you think that my daughter ever thinks that she can't do something now? She's 17. No. She wants to be president one day. She, no, she has no fear of anything. She, she's the hell she could she swam with sharks when she was 12 she well that okay fair you know. so what, what's her plat what's her platform because i may write her in as a vote this year <laughs> <laughs> she's actually on staff um, for um, uh, for sarah jacobs for congress and she's making those phone calls all day talking to people and, oh my um, goodness at 17 really good for fearless. her yeah she's fearless i'm not kidding i'm not kidding this good. stuff works you know this That's- works this is this is how you should raise your family not just in retirement travel but you know, family travel. It makes a difference when you think about what do you want to teach your children about life. And, you know, we taught her bravery early on when we were ziplining. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, mm-hmm. that's a that's a Cancun story, too. Our first time ziplining was in Playa de, Playa de Carmen, which is the resort just north of Cancun, which is beautiful and has every type of adventure theme park you could imagine, and one of my favorite places to send people. And even this week, there was a hurricane there, but my uh, families that were there all had a fantastic time. They all, there's just so much to do. But, um, but back to your back to your story about Hawaii, right? So, so yes, you're thinking Hawaii. You're thinking, well, it's a romantic place. What am I going to do? Um, where did you book it? Which island? Uh, we haven't booked it yet. It's more than a year off. Okay. Um, and so, like I said, you have a new client. Um, we were in Kauai and we were in Maui. And um, I thoroughly enjoyed Kauai because it was it was peaceful and, and active and quiet other than the roosters. But Maui to me felt like Orlando. It was prettier, yes. but it's because Orlando. Everybody knows I mean, Maui. Everybody knows Maui. Yeah. You know what? I went to Maui so many times. Now I'm on, I'm on the West Coast in California and we go to Hawaii a lot. And um, I had been to Hawaii, Kauai, Hawaii, Kauai, back and forth. And no one ever mentioned the big island. I heard some point, at some point that the beaches weren't as nice and I never went. And one year we said, let's check it out. And this is what I'm saying. If you pick something, an island, not based on what's most popular, but what you want to do, right? I had heard yeah. that on the big island, you could swim with dolphins. So you see now, our, you see a little, a little thread here, right? Our family likes to swim with marine mammals <laughs> that's one of our have, things have now. you have you been to have you been to running with the bulls yet <laughs> i draw the line there i don't know i have a, a sense of safety in the water for some reason but um, i i see I sharks, sharks are much safer than bulls check okay got it i, I see you know how what? that I, works i they're smart <laughs> and they know that 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 big chunk trunk of tuna is there for them and that i don't taste as good as the tuna and I know that they know that, so, and I had oh. a stick in my hand just in case. But anyway, oh. I don't know how much that would help. But, a but stick? for instance, okay, you're, you're I, gonna... that's what they had the 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 um the masters, the dive masters, all had these big sticks that look like canes that they apparently just poke the sharks if they get too close. I thought that was outrageous. But anyway, <sighs> okay. dolphins right. that you okay. can swim with, right? Also okay, fair. in. Yeah, so in that area, yeah, let, let's get off that topic because no one's going to trust me <laughs> if they keep hearing about the sharks. Well, but, you um, lived to tell about it, so maybe it's I all did. Right. I'm telling you, it was an experience. And but in in Kona, the island, the uh, town on the big island, they have a, a lot of um, manta rays in the water, and very similar to how the sharks know to come for food in Fiji in a certain spot. Well, the manta rays come every night to this area that they call the 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 campsite 
And what you do is you, you scuba, but it's only 30 feet deep, and it's kind of like a little campfire. And the, the actual fire of the camp is everybody's flashlights, right? So you take your flashlight and you put it in there. And then these giant 12-foot wide span manta rays come there because with the light, they can now see the plankton to eat it so they dance around this campfire like a ballet and you just sit there and they have no teeth they're hollow inside much safer than than the than obviously the sharks and mm-hmm. they do a beautiful dance above your heads it's it, it's the most unworldly scene that i've ever been to and That's, i actually said the family there yeah isn't it and, and that sounds amazing although isn't that what happened to the it. crocodile hunter wasn't that a manta no, ray that did in the crocodile hunter? Not a that was a stingray. They have sharp pointers. Ah. Manta rays are just one big piece of hollow. They're like I see. they're like a floating um, beach umbrella. I see. So we're getting travel <laughs> advice and marine biology today. <laughs> this is a very, this is a multi multi right. Yes, I do. You look at what do you want to do? So we, as a family, we decided one of our you know hobbies was scuba diving and so that's what became important to us so each year now we had a little bit of a theme so each year we'd say hmm where are we going to go on vacation this year well what do we want to see you know what kind of marine mammal haven't we seen yet so instead of going for instance to Cabo which we had been to you know 10 times Cabo San Lucas in Mexico we went to La Paz because La Paz is famous in that day for having whale sharks which are very, very harmless, no teeth, also eat plankton. And if you're lucky enough and you swim really fast, you can swim with them. You just kind of jump in the water as they go by and try to keep up for a few seconds. And we did that there. So, you know, you could have this kind of theme with if you like to cycle, if you like to cook, uh, if there's something that you don't know how to do at all, but you want to learn, why? I mean, you could do it now on Zoom, you could do everything from your home, but People are traveling again, so why not do that? Why not cook, ha- learn how to make pasta in Italy, you know, rather that's, than at that's, home? That's amazing. All right, let, let, let mm-hmm. me shift gears a little bit because sure. um, certainly one of the things that we talk about on our show and that we talk about with our, with our clients and the families we represent um, is the idea of not only a bucket list, but reaching financial independence and finding purpose and finding meaning and, mm. and really having meaningful experiences. I, I mean, I've certainly, mm-hmm. we're at the age, I, I'm saying we colloquially, but, but we're at the age where experiences mean much more than stuff. It's definitely yes. not about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and bringing something home from travel can be meaningful. So, you know, I went to Churchill, Manitoba, and because I wanted to photograph polar bears in the wild. It was an incredible mm. trip. And I, I went to one of the local art stores and I bought local artist work and I bought an Inukshuk, which <laughs> is a, a, a statue, a rock statue. And it's not huge, but they're all different sizes, but, but it's a rock statue that means togetherness and it reminds mm. me of the trip and it's on my desk. And I liked it so much, I eventually uh, ordered another one for home. Um, and, and but it just makes me feel like I'm back in Manitoba of all things on the Arctic Circle walking on the tundra mm. um, totally amazing we, we encourage our clients to do um, not only to have that bucket list and you know my new book has a, a, a bucket list portion there it's in the workbook and things to do and some of that will be mm-hmm. travel it is one of the things retirees talk about the most they talk about grandchildren and travel Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so certainly those are the, the big things. And a lot of times travel involves the grandchildren. So, um, 
so I, I do think there's some, you know, we're kindred spirits in that way, Esty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sometimes we find that people put off those trips, you know, and right. some of it's right. they feel too busy or they yep. feel like they have other financial responsibilities sure. or they're waiting for the rainy day. And I have seen in my quarter century career, I've seen entirely too many people build significant wealth and never take the trip either because yes. they get sick or because they're they're no longer fit to do what they would have done mm-hmm. or because mm-hmm. their spouse has died and they don't want to go yeah. without him or her or yeah. i mean it, it, to, to it's one thing to plan ahead it's another thing to live and and i think there's got to be some mm-hmm. balance so you know some of the trips that you help folks plan are probably once in a lifetime round the world excursions and some of them are probably much more modest in scope and they're doable during your you know your two weeks off in a given year yes of so, course so how do you balance um and i'm asking you the million dollar question how do you balance mm-hmm. between the, the 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 frequency of trips as opposed to planning the big one eight years from now that you might not even be around to do right Yeah, I mean, you have when you work with people on their financial plan, you have long term savings goals, and some riskier, shorter term, um, you know, things that they can do maybe to make money right now, right. And uh, we do the same thing where I literally put together a portfolio with my clients of their travels. And I actually have another product called Wanderlist, which is kind of like a Netflix style computer program. And I go in there with them, much like the book is kind of the DIY ver- version of planning your bucket list. Wanderlist is the, the heavily vamped, you know, computer version of it. And um, we sit down and we talk about all those trips and we can budget them. So if you do a budget, um, you, if you do a long-term plan, you can budget for some some ways to save money. For instance, if you realize now these are the 10 trips I want to take, well, two of those trips may be really good matches to take in the same time because of flights and things like that. You could save thousands of dollars on your flights if you combine the two cities. And it's not necessarily the obvious, you know, stopover city. But cost-wise, with the airlines, there's a way. There, I have an algorithm in that program that figures those things out. So you can pretty much budget with me all your trips at once and all the small ones. And if you just have it written down, it's not, you know, it's not set in stone, but it reminds you, you know, of when of when you have those opportunities to take those smaller trips. So in the book I talk about, like what are some um, small moments that might be a good time to take a trip? Like, are there are there some places that might be perfect for a weekend getaway? Is there an anniversary that you want to throw in there for a nice short trip? Uh, people now are doing they call them micro vacations they're going away for a night or two and coming back where can you fit those in so when you have a a good solid plan you can plan for those types of trips and it just it's it's fun to do you know it does take some time early on like it does with you know planning your financial portfolio but when you finally have something on paper that you can look at and it and like I said you could change it now it's now it's not just a dream any longer it's a plan and it has a timeline and you could you know it, it just more doable you know for me and even for my clients if I know that they have uh, let's say a an African safari 
on their list. And maybe they're not going for three years or something, right? If I'm at a trade show and there's a, you know, hundreds of vendors there from all over the world, and I meet one that has, that does an African safari, I know now to talk to that person. And I talk to that person about my specific family, even though I know they're not going in three months. It's exciting for me to talk about that trip and to say, well, how would, okay, that boy will be about 12 at that point. How would a 12, what would you do to make it fun for a 12 year old boy on a safari? You know, even though he's nine right now. And it's the same for you. You know, when you have that kind of, you know, more than tentative list in your mind and on paper, now you can enjoy, you know, when you see a movie about Italy, you can say, oh, well, I'm going to be in Italy in four years. Or you you see something about Southern California and you know, oh, next summer I'm going to be in Southern California. It just makes life more interesting. So um, how, how do you describe sort of who you're profile clients are I mean, i'm sure there's great variety and diversity and so forth but what what types of clients i guess let's let's do this what types of clients mm-hmm. do you thoroughly enjoy working with the most who, who are the folks mm-hmm. that you wake up in the morning excited to talk to oh that's easy i love to plan multi-generational celebration travel that's actually a niche <laughs> And what that, yeah, and what that means is that there's typically, sometimes it's the adult children, but most of the time it's actually the the head of the house. So the the grandparent, typically the grandmother who is having um, a 70th, an 80th, even a 90th birthday coming up. And they've, like you said, they've they've planned their retirement money. They have a, you know, a big chunk of money saved up. And now they're like, well, you know, I really miss, I haven't seen my whole family together in forever. I'd like to splurge on this birthday and take everybody on a vacation. And this, I I book these a lot. And so you're talking about, you know, the two, one or two, you know, parents, and let's say in their 80 or 90 years old, their adult children, maybe they have three or four adult children, and all the grandkids going on a trip together, right? That's hard to plan. And that, you know, that 60 year old mother planning for her, her parents, or those, those grandparents, maybe they don't, that's overwhelming for them, right? It's sometimes it's overwhelming for me. <laughs> How do you plan a trip for those for that, right? How do you plan something that's going to be fun for everybody? How do you stay within budget? You know, where do you go? What do you do? So I I just enjoy those trips. You know, I enjoy, I enjoy that there's a big celebration involved. I enjoy making it fun for whoever the birthday per- person of honor is, and um, I I get to plan some really cool activities for them so like for instance one family um the, the the grandparents were in san francisco and the kids are spread out you know the adult kids are spread out all over the u.s and the the grandmother really loved to cook and you know once in a while she'd have like one family over for uh thanksgiving dinner and like maybe another you know ch- child and the grandkids over for another holiday but she couldn't get them all together at the same time uh, and she loved to be in the kitchen with her family. That's what, what she described to me as the kind of memory she wanted to create. So I put them in an all-inclusive hotel so that she wouldn't have to do all the work, right? You would think I'd put her in at like a, a, a rental or something, some kind of rental house so they could all be in the same house. But that would be torture for this poor woman, right? So we put her in a vacation <laughs> rental. <laughs> Instead of a vacation rental, we put her in, a, in, a, in an all-inclusive where she didn't have to do anything. But we booked 
several meals where you know they had the back room to themselves so they had those big family dinners and i booked an experience for all of them it was 16 of them to learn how to cook so they went and they all dressed up in you know they all had their aprons on and these sun hats and they had a cooking class with everybody together and then the big meal and and I got back this picture of like all 16 of them in these outfits with their you know their plates in their hands and it just made me so happy I'm I'm enthralled and I have 50 more questions for you so I, I know <laughs> because our our show is only half an hour I could talk to you for 3 days so I am we're going to talk offline for sure That's um, well this is my favorite subject so no problem Well it it's quickly becoming my favorite subject because we do a lot of multi-generational uh, planning and we work with three mm. and four generations of families and one of the things we yeah. try to do is create legacies and experiences and memories as opposed to just mm-hmm. stuff and yeah. this is really aligned well with some of the the things that we recommend to clients including things mm-hmm. like like doing legacy videos and uh, and, and mm-hmm. having these you know digitizing some of the things that you don't want to lose and the stories and the uh, uh, you know all the history oh and yeah there's so much of that and this plays into that beautifully um, I, and I can also see it as a um, a celebratory thing for for couples for milestones for mm-hmm. for grandpa and there's so many different things but we will talk offline I we're at the point <laughs> in our show where I need an extra credit assignment and i don't even know where to begin uh other than i'm going to be a proud uh pre-order of your book in roughly six (laughs) minutes um what um what would the 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 one takeaway be what would the one piece of advice you have be for our listeners who maybe are thinking um that that travel is one of their important pieces of their retirement and their financial independence and their future and their family and their life Mm -hmm. What would your one piece of advice be if we had to break it down into one? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's everything we've been talking about. It's make a plan, make a solid travel plan. That's it. You know, if even if it does, I don't want it to be this, but even if, if it's just one piece of paper with a list of 10, 10 things you want to do in relation to travel. Better than that, I say, of course, shameless plug, get my book. It's a guide. I have a workbook like you do too, like a complimentary workbook where you can, you know, put all this down with worksheets and things like that. But in the end, I have, if you want real homework, (laughs) I have the worksheets at the end that talk about the bucket list trips. So you're going to write down the name of your trip, where you want to go, what activities you want to do, what kind of travel do you want to have? Is it on a boat? Is it on a train? Is it, you know, is it on a beach? And then why you want to do that trip. And then one more question, what memories you hope to create on that trip? And if you walk okay. around with those, that list, you can make it happen. But until you well, write those things down, it's just a dream. I, you know, we, we, we preach that no one likes homework and everyone likes extra credit. So I'm not going <laughs> to allow myself to think of that as homework. I'm considering your entire workbook extra credit because it sounds like it sounds like the outcome will be so, so worth the, the time spent and the, and the yeah. effort on it. So how can people yeah. get in touch with you? Where can they learn more about your business, your book? Where can they get a copy? How, how do folks reach out to you? Sure. So, so the name of my agency is Luxurist Travel. And I know that confuses some people because they hear luxuri- luxurious, but it's Luxurist. So L-U-X-U-R-I-S-T. Travel. That's my website. You can email me at sd 
at luxuriestravel.com. You can find me on Instagram uh, at luxuriestravel. Uh, you could probably do a Google search on luxurious travel. Um, and, and I don't think anybody else is named Esty Gabay either. So that may be a way <laughs> to find you're, me. You're only um, the second Estee I've heard of. And the other, yeah, the other right. is in cosmetics. So I think we're okay. Right, right. There you go. That, that now, just no accents. I, I took the accent off. That was a little bit too much for me. So if you remember the makeup line, Estee Lauder, you could probably find me somewhere on the internet as well. <laughs> Very good. And and yeah. where can folks where can folks get a copy of this book and and begin their extra credit? Yeah, so for sure it's going to be on Amazon or anywhere you can go online. There'll be a Kindle version as well. Uh, I think it's important, though, if you have the book, to maybe get the print copy of the book and um, come to my website to get the worksheets. You can either go right now and just get like the two kind of worksheets that are kind of the end of the book and just get that homework banged out now. Um, or later you can get the entire book, which is really more of the discussions and the guides. And, and my actual book is... Uh, you haven't actually seen it yet. I know you've seen the manuscript, but the book itself looks like something like um, like a travel guide, even though you know we we say it's not a guide to specific places. I have beautiful, inspiring pictures in there as well. It makes a nice kind of coffee table book, a nice gift for the holidays. So yeah, so seek it out. You know your travel bucket list, Estiga Bay, and find me at luxuriousstravel.com. I plan to do that momentarily. And I thank you so much for being a guest. You were an amazing guest. I hope folks thank are um, going to check out this book, check out the, the, the social media sites and the website, uh, mm -hmm. and, and really start to make um, the travel bucket list part of the big picture for financial independence, yeah. for retirement, and for graduation. Mm -hmm. It should be. It's an important part of your future. So for all of our listeners, please subscribe to our podcast, post comments and reviews. Don't Retire Graduate is now a book available in print, Kindle, and audio formats. For more information or to order your copy, go to brotmanmedia.com slash books or search for Eric Brotman on amazon.com. To learn more about BFG Financial Advisors, visit us on social media or at bfgfa.com. We'll be back next week with another installment of Office Hours and in two weeks with another engaging guest. For now, this is your host, Eric Brotman, reminding you, don't retire, graduate. From this day forward, let us begin visualizing our dreams and building our futures. Today, I implore you, don't retire, graduate. Visit our website at don'tretiregraduate.com to subscribe. And please like us and post comments on social media. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Kestra IS, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Kestra IS or Kestra AS are not affiliated with Brotman Financial or any other entity discussed. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast, Banking Transformed where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.